Hi everyone, this is Ed. This is a quick out-of-universe note. First of all, happy 2022. I hope you're enjoying these episodes. In-universe, Mike and I started with Fantastic Four number one in November 1961. And the early episodes we covered were all about the Fantastic Four. Uh, Now we're on episode 125, which is April 1964 in-universe, and it's been like a really fun run. At this point, we have all the major players from Marvel's Silver Age, early Silver Age in place, with the introduction of Daredevil in episode 120. Uh, there's that's basically that's all the major titles. Marvel does not introduce a new title until 1968, and uh, we're, we're super excited about continuing to cover this uh, in our own unique way. We we think what we're doing is pretty unique. We now have hundreds of listeners on the show. But we would love to get that into the thousands. In order to do that, Mike and I have decided to reprioritize our efforts a little. Rather than producing three episodes per week, as we've been doing for the last uh, nine months or so, we're going to drop that down to two episodes per week, and then we're going to use some of that extra time to do some additional show promotion. And since, since our launch, we've dropped three episodes per week, every week from Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays without fail. And we know that many of you are used to that cadence. But uh, And we would love to get us back to... to three per week and to do that there are three things that you could help with to help us get there number one just tell your friends about the show we imagine people who like this unique thing that we're doing probably have other friends that are also you like this unique thing we would love to help love your help in helping spread that number two you could write a review for us on itunes uh number three is you should subscribe to our newsletter so super serious www.superserious616.com um the 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 emails have all the audio in there saved for you, but also our show notes, as well as some deep dives into Silver Age comics every now and then. Through your efforts and ours, I am sure we will replace that hundreds of listeners with thousands of listeners for our shows. And once we do have a thousand regular listeners, you have my promise that we will jump back up to three episodes per week. So um, that's what they call in the business incentives. We're all aligned to make sure this happens, assuming you enjoy what we're, uh, we're producing. So thanks again for being a listener. Your enjoyment is what keeps us going and the effort we put in to make sure this show is fun. Uh, I'll now drop you into episode 125, which covers X-Men number five. Uh, X-Men number five is actually a really important issue. It's the first time that Stan Lee introduced the idea that mutants were feared and hated. Prior to that, in X-Men 1, 2, 3, and 4... Uh, the mutants and the X-Men were basically just treated like the Fantastic Four or the Avengers or all the other heroes. They were like basically celebrities in the world. People were cheering when they saw them, and the police and the military were all working with them. But uh, X-Men number five was the first shift differentiating the X-Men and making the idea that mutants were different than other superheroes, and that kind of became a thing that eventually turned into all sorts of metaphors that we, we, we know today with the X-Men. And so this is the issue of the where it happens, and Mike and I are going to explore that. So enjoy the issue, enjoy the issue, in, uh, and enjoy the and uh, enjoy the show. And uh, we'll be back again on Thursday with our two episodes per week starting now. Happy 2022. You uh, you still think Wilt Chamberlain's not a superhuman, Mike? I think he's a super athlete, but I think he's still I think he's not a superhuman. I don't I don't think he's kind of like an augmented person with powers like Reed Richards or the thing. Well, we, yeah, I, I think we, we kind of came to that, that consensus. But now we have here at this, this track meet where mm-hmm. um, somebody came out and like broke every world record imaginable through just incredible leaping strength. And just, like, he was leaping over multiple hurdles at once. Instead of like running the 500 meter dash, he was like jumping the 100 meter dash and like breaking all sorts of world records. Um, 
does does do you think he's superhuman? Well, I do. Like it's because because it's something that it it's so far from what any other human has been able to do in in uh, any kind of track meet or, or been capable or even hinted at being capable of doing. Right? It's so it's no no pun intended leaps and bounds beyond what other athletes have been able to do. Yeah, but but, but so is we, well, Ch- well, Chamberlain is head and shoulders, <laughs> no pun intended, head and shoulders above <laughs> above the other basketball players. He can do things that nobody else can do. He can throw baskets that no one else can throw. Well, I don't know about that, but I, I, he's definitely, the, he's a far superior basketball player, but there's, there's there are other basketball players that are, are at his level. Like he is, he's not like he's so exceptional compared to this fellow that was, you know, leaping down the 100 meter dash and like just, bounding like a couple a couple bounces and he finishes a hundred meter dash like it's a hundred yard dash he's like will chamberlain i don't think is that exceptional he had he had an exceptional game and he's 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 at the top player in the league but i don't think he's he distinguishes himself that much from his fellows whereas this uh person in the track meet was it's just beyond it like nobody could even come close to him yeah i i i, I, I think you're right like i, I was kind of yanking your chain a little bit but i think you're right it's clearly this guy is this this track athlete person is much better i think a couple of things that are happening one is we could track will chamberlain's career like we knew he was great in like high school and in college before he ever got to the nba this guy mm-hmm. at the track meet like th- there was no like less good version of him he came out of nowhere from being like not existing and not competing in track to winning every single tr- event at the at uh, the world record level yeah it reminds me when i was uh when I was in high school. I, I had this. Uh, I was on the running team, the cross country running team, and I can still remember that. Uh, I think I was in, you know, the eleventh grade or twelfth grade, and the the great the, the the ninth graders were running a race, and I think it's maybe like I don't know, a few miles. And there's this kid on the team that was always in the middle of the pack, if not the back of the pack, on our team. And uh, the race was being run, and then <laughs> I was standing near the coach, and we saw this kid appearing. And he's, he, he turned over the, he ran over the, you see over the, the crest of the hill, you see him running and he's alone far ahead of everybody else. And my coach turned to one of the, 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 uh, the race officials and said, disqualify that guy. And it's because <laughs> he turns out he cheated. He's ran through the bush and, uh, and was ahead of like, I think like a few minutes <laughs> ahead of like these other runners in like a three mile race. So, um, it was just so far beyond what he'd been capable of doing before and was so far beyond what anyone is capable of. Like, I think he would have set like a Canadian, he would have set a, a land speed record. So, um, so yeah, I think this guy comes out, this, this person bouncing along and, you know, breaking all the track and field records. It's, it's, he's so far out of, out of left field that it, it could possibly be a natural evolution. Yeah. And, and, and I think that, that's exactly what happened, right? So the crowd were, were, were pissed. They, they, they were mad. Like, I think if Will Chamberlain shows up and play, starts playing basketball, you get really excited and it's awesome. It's awe-inspiring to watch them c- compete. Mm-hmm. Whereas nobody was awe-inspired by this guy. Instead, the crowd went went, went crazy. The, like a mob formed and they're they're ready to, to like, like draw and quarter the guy. Yeah. So I think it's I'm totally against mob violence, but it, you can almost understand the reaction because here he's competing as people in such in a way that it's he's obviously not uh, he's competing against people that were incapable of matching him. So like. You know, if you or I were competing against, it's like you or I were competing against a bunch, bunch of ten-year-olds in a race. I mean, obviously, it's uh, well, maybe ten. Those are, those guys are a little <laughs> are fast. Five-year-olds, <laughs> you know, it's, it's it's not fair. And I think that's like so. I think the crowd they overreacted, obviously, but I think that their reaction was influenced by the idea that this is not fair because it's not it's you know you're not competing on the same level. And um, 
it, but it, it's fascinating how they they came to that conclusion as a group, right? Yeah, and I, but I think what's interesting is that in both your your running example and in this like leaper example, like the problem we have isn't that they're uh, that these people are winning. It's that the people that they're winning by such a huge margin, it must be cheating, right? And and, and, like, and, right. and I wonder if like your 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 friend from high school, if instead of him skipping through the bush and being three minutes ahead of the best runners, he skipped through the bush and was like thirty seconds behind the best runners. He may have gotten away with it. Well, yeah, and like, first of all, he was my friend. I'm not friends <laughs> with cheaters, Ed. But uh, second of all, yeah, I mean, it's it's he 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 went well beyond, and it made it so obvious. Like, just as if, like, say, if if you know, uh, a, a boxer got into the ring with the thing, it's 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 on its face absurd because the thing we know has superhuman power, and it's just not it's just not not fair at all, and it's just too extreme. Um, but if the thing is is boxing with the Hulk, it, you know, you, you might think that's that's all right because they're evenly matched, you know. Yeah, but, yeah, but I think what what I'm getting at is like oh, you're about this, 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 Yeah, this guy got in trouble because he he got caught because it was so obvious. Mm-hmm. He, he didn't jump over he he did the, the hurdle race and instead of jumping over each hurdle, he just jumped over all of them and got to the <laughs> end. Right? Like yeah. clearly something is crazy going on there. But if instead he just used his power a little bit and just stayed like. 10% ahead of everybody else instead of breaking every world record by like blowing it away if he had just marginally broken one or two world records he might be hailed as a hero instead of as a um as, as a, a fraud yeah a fraud. well so how about this why was he doing it then like why did he do this if he so let's just say he's an augmented person somehow he he either went to space like the fantastic four or he's born with his power uh what, what they call it it's the um the, the mutant, he's a so mutant. The X-Men, like the x-men like the x-men it's like whatever it is um, he has his power, um, but somehow, uh, what was? Why would he would he demonstrate it in such an obvious way? Well, yeah, I love the fact that you told us that story earlier. Why did your buddy skip ahead to, to like win so dramatically and be three minutes ahead of everybody else? Just because someone's a cheater doesn't make them smart. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I and I think if I was going to jump into this, you know, this kid from high school, his his head. I think, yeah, I think I was going to say that he was looking to get caught for some psychological reason. But from what I recall about him, I think he just didn't. I think he thought he was going to fool everybody. Um, and so I think he wasn't smart. Whereas this guy, though, he's on a televised uh, track and field meet. Um, how did he not? Is he, do you really think he would be that stupid? Or is there some well, other reason that he was doing this? Is there no, some so, other so, so here, here's the thing. So, demonstration. So again, let's go back to like my, my business background. And one of the things you get in trouble for in business is insider trading. Where if you right. know, like for example, you know a company is going to give a, a t- terrible um, uh, give terrible results next week, and nobody else knows. Like you can you can short the stock before it happens. Um, now, so let's say you had that information. Let's, let's let's do it the other way around. Let, let's say you knew that there was going to be a merger next week, and they were going to buy this stock for a hundred dollars per share, and it's currently only trading at like eighty dollars a share. Well, if you had that information, what could you do? Well, one thing you do is you could buy a bunch of that stock, and you could buy a bunch of stock at eighty dollars, and you know that it's going to go to a hundred dollars in, in in a week, and you could make your twenty percent return, and you'd be really happy. Um, but let's say you wanted to make more than twenty percent. What if you want to make a lot more money than that? Well, you can buy what what are called options, and so you can make an option to say, "Hey, I'm going to buy the option to buy this stock at a price of ninety dollars in a week." Well, and 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 create like a small window of like, "Hey, I can only do it over the course of these two days." Buying an option like that is almost free; like it's so cheap because the stock's trading at eighty dollars now. 
the option to buy it at ninety dollars in a week is a terrible. Like, who wants to who wants to who wants to pay money to have an option? You could buy it for eighty dollars now. Why would you want to buy it for ninety dollars a week from now? So you, you could buy that option for super 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 cheap, um, and um, you can buy like tons and tons and tons of them, and so the you can get a, basically huge, huge leverage, and instead of making a twenty percent return, you can make a thousand or ten hundred or a ten thousand percent return by buying these options. And um, so people do that. So we, there are insider traders who will get this information, and that's exactly what they'll do. Um, and it's called basically buying a, a naked call option. The problem is, is that the SEC can easily see when someone buys a naked call option. And the first thing they do is like they say, hey, this merger happened. And a week before the merger, some dude went and bought like 100,000 call options on this on this company. Who was this person? And they go in their records and they find out who the person was and they get charged. Then they find out they investigate them to figure out how they were insider trading because clearly they were insider trading. Right. People do that all the time. And so there are sneaky ways that you can do insider trading, and you may or may not get caught. Most of the time, I expect you wouldn't get caught. But it doesn't stop so many people who insider trade from doing just the stupidest, stupidest, most blatantly <laughs> obvious stuff and getting nailed for it and going to jail. So I, I feel like this idea that, you, yeah, these guys, this guy could have been sneaky. Yes, he could have, but most people just aren't. Most people who want to win just go and like blatantly show off and think they're going to get away with it. But, but the guy, in your example, the insider trading, the person doing that, the clear motivation is that, is that he or she will make a lot of money, right? What was this guy? What, what's the upside in doing this at Attract Me? That's what I'm trying to get at. Like, I'm just confused by it. Like, look, why would you do this? Um, is it because you want to show the world your, you know, your power? Like, you know, that, that you are exceptional, that you do have your, your powers that, that normal, normal humans don't? Well, yeah, or is he just, hey, you know no, what I mean? No, like, like, what was he going to win out of this? A sponsorship? Why, 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 yeah, well, that's it. Right? Why is anybody competing in track meets? They they do it because, like, for nothing, like, for the limited amount of glory that it gives them, right? They they, they get to, to win. They get to be the best in the world. Presumably, this guy thought that he was going to qualify and be like rewarded for it, and then go on to represent America at the Olympics and get his gold medal and maybe be on the box of Wheaties. Yeah. I mean, your your theory assumes that th- these people are stupid, I guess, and I and I get it, I, and that's probably more, most likely. My theory is that there's some unknown motivation that I just I'm just trying to figure out because it's just like I guess I'm assuming that people aren't that incredibly stupid because like oh, ne- it wasn't never, just like never underestimate the in- no, overestimate <laughs> the intelligence of the population, Mike. People are really really dumb. But here, it, it just it just played out in real time that that most that it, it was such a stupid thing. If, if he didn't think he was going to get caught, like everybody caught on to it right away. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was it was objectively like if you wanted to field test this, everybody knew it uh, immediately. And so that I find like it's just jaw droppingly stupid. And but but what were, but, but I guess yeah, what but, were the consequences? But even part? if they caught it right, like it's not clear that he, that what was going to happen happened because this hasn't happened before. Like when, right. when when people when that guy impersonated Captain America and started selling used cars and he was doing all sorts of fancy feats and doing jumps and stuff, people were awe inspired and they were they loved it and then they came to him. This guy th- probably thought that hey I'm gonna go out and show him my show my incredible leaping abilities in a in a in a track type situation a very low risk like, he wasn't like going and showing his leaping abilities by fighting criminals that seemed like a crazy idea if all you can do is jump <laughs> what are you going to do right. you're going to fight aliens with your jumping abilities but, but instead he goes to a track meet where he can demonstrate his jumping abilities and maybe he thought people were going to be like hey you're the best jumper in the whole world that's awesome and they're going to raise him up on a, on a, on a pedestal but they, they just didn't do that well what i was wondering is that 
like if it's there's that but what if he was doing that because he wanted to get the attention of um say these superhero teams right like you and i were talking i've talked before about um trying out for the fantastic four for instance and 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 that auditioning uh players maybe there's it's maybe it's harder than you think to get uh the attention of say the avengers and the fantastic four maybe that there's there's enough people with crazy abilities that, that are popping up in the world that they need to do something flashy, much like it's hard to say, you might be a fantastic actor in your hometown, but you might be the best actor if you're given the opportunity to start, if you start in a movie, but you know, it's hard to, to, to distinguish yourself from the rest of the people that are also quite talented. So do you think that maybe, so that's what I was trying to get at. Maybe is this maybe a tryout? Could be, could be, or not, maybe not an official tryout, but he, to your point, he, found a, a high-profile track meet where he could show mm-hmm. up and demonstrate his skills in a way that he could be seen by people. People are talking. We're talking about him. People are talking about him. But but here, in a way, it kind of backfired. Like, so what were the lessons that you, you could take from the last couple of years? It could be that people are generally pretty impressed by, uh, you know, people showing up with amazing powers that separate them from the rest of humanity. And when they're, say, battling aliens or... Stop you know, being crime fighters, being vigilantes. People seem to have a high tolerance for those for that type of activity. You, you know what? Put 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 a, a caveat on that though. Like again, when when these guys are fighting monsters or aliens or or super villains with, then people I think people are on their side. When mm-hmm. they go and fight everyday criminals like Spider Man right. has, oftentimes we turn against them. And I guess the the the, the caveat the, the addition to that is when they go and they show up at everyday track meets, we turn against yeah. them as well. Yeah, that's a fair caveat. So. You're right. So stopping crime, I think it was more like Ant-Man, you know, but he was doing that in consultation with the cops is what we, we learned. Whereas you're right, Spider-Man is beating people up and saying, you know, leaving notes for people, for the cops to say this guy committed a crime, but who knows if it's true. But um, which we've talked about before, but um, what I'm trying to really getting at is um, it is if you're trying to get the attention, I think of these superhero teams, if that's what your goal was, you should have probably I guess just hung out in New York City because eventually there will be an alien invasion. <laughs> there will be a monster that's going to going to attack the city. There might be uh, an Asgardian god come down and act badly, and you might have your opportunity to show off your abilities then. But you know, beating people up in alleys or you know showing up at a track meet turns out people don't like that, and, and that leads to the next question: is why? Why is it that people are unhappy? with these superheroes or superpowered individuals demonstrating their abilities in these in a low stakes track meet as opposed well, think, to being impressed with them that they show up at, at a battle in New York City. Yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm like I, we kind of I kind of equated this Spider-Man and, and this this jumper guy, but I, I'm not sure that though they are equated because I think there could be an issue with this vigilanteism that's different than the issue that we're seeing here today because I feels like the reason why people are upset today is that he was cheating. And I don't know yes. if it was it was so much that he was breaking the official rules i'm not sure if they had official rules about using superpowers at the track meet but definitely the spirit of the rules that if hey, if we let the super jumpers compete all of a sudden no normal non-super jumpers are going to be able to participate yeah and so that's so yeah so maybe like the, if if we're giving this guy the benefit of the, of the doubt if for instance it's not that he's trying to do, to do this to get on the, on the box of wheaties and he was doing it because he wanted to dem- separate himself from other people to get the attention of these superpowered teams. Then he just he went about it the wrong way. It would have been much better to say, 
go to a news station and say, hey, film me doing this. <laughs> Watch me jump. I, Watch but me I think jump. That, that, that also gets to the problem, too, right? Is that, like, if you have powers like Captain America and you can swing and jump and hit things and throw your shield, that's pretty effective at fighting people. If you're Spider-Man, you can climb walls and swing and, like, kick and jump. Like, hey, that's pretty good at fighting people. If you can... If you're f- Human Torch or Iceman, like, these are all powers that are very good at fighting. Like, if, you're, if your power is that you can jump, like... Really? Are we going to put this guy up against the next alien invasion? This the 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 jumping guy? <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess I honestly don't know. I, I it's it's just uh, maybe his only ability is that he might be able to join the fire department and he could jump up to a building and jump down yeah, to help but, rescue people or something. And, and, I don't and, know. And I think I think that's part of the issue, right? Is that like the fantastic four have clearly been able to monetize their 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 abilities and the avengers are on the payroll of, of stark corp and the the x-men are working for the us government presumably getting compensated for it um uh but like what if like what if your your superpower is that like you can jump or what if your superpower is that you know you you're, you can pick things up with your hair like what 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 do you do if you have a power like that like you, the, if he, especially if, hey, the one obvious way that he can monetize this is being the best track athlete in the world, and we're shutting down that ability to monetize. What what, what does he have left? Is, it, is his next best job like, I don't know, like working at a, a cashier at a grocery store? Well, yeah. So I guess then he should have talked to you earlier and and been told you should win, but don't win by you have to cheat better. <laughs> Too much cheating, bad. Just enough cheating is is what you need. Make it make it look make it look fair. 